Hello, hello, and welcome to, <laughs> once again, a special episode, a bonus episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast. Today, I'm once again alone. Sondra is on vacation, how dare he? And Dylan is doing important work, um, family matters. So I'm here, joined by Stevie to talk GumPro Corican Bad Communication 2023. Xavi, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, you know. Uh, first recording of the new year. Hopefully it'll set the tone for a good rest of the year. Uh, what a way to end the year for GumPro. I'm excited to talk about it because, you know, it's been an up and down year, but they ended it out on a strong note, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, like... Um, Jay, uh, Dragon Gate Jay told me once this year, like, if you're saying this about, um, about the company, it means something, um, and you talk about it weekly. And you have also mm-hmm. a podcast about GumPro, like, what's your, what's your, um, feeling with it, with them going into the show? Um, this was a weird year because, you know, before now, I've just been able to just jump in at the big shows and, you know, or I'll check out a match if it piques my interest on a smaller show and then just jump into the big show. But this this whole year from I think it was like March, maybe that we started uh, watching practically almost every show until recently. Um, it's it's been a complete completely different outlook on things. You've been able to I've been able to see some progress and regression and just a bunch of different stuff. So heading in into this show, um, the only thing I had in my mind uh, was a tweet that I had made in October before the challenge was even made, where I said this Kodaka reign is ending with Shuichiro Katsumura. And that's all I really wanted from this show. And then I also just, I had a lot of thoughts whenever we did the year in awards about how this card was put together. Um, I'm glad I was wrong on a lot of those ends. Like I had, I took an exception to um, the Ganjo match that Yuri was in after the year she's mm-hmm. had. Uh, and I felt like her and the other girls could have gotten something a little better. Um, but what they did have, it, it, it turned out really well. Also, it took exception with a Yappi uh, facing Endo. Not because I dislike Endo. Endo's one of my favorite in TJPW. It's just that I didn't know where her story was going. It seemed like it was never coming to a conclusion. So I figured the story was just going to continue. And if that was the case, I thought they should have just given her a better opponent, like a bigger opponent. So she has this wall to go against. But now I know the reason why she was the opponent. So, uh, that was fine. I was very skeptical about the involvement of a certain promotion, but we got a bunch of good people, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to about that. Uh, I was very terrified about what that opposing team could have been. <laughs> um, um, See, because I was going in, I was just confused because we had one show a month. Yeah. And that's nothing. Like what are we yeah. even doing here? Like we had one proper GumPro show in uh, in November, one in October. Yeah, this card was like very much most of it was built on that November show, and then everything else was just announced. Yeah, um, and you know for what it is, for what it's worth, they they nailed it. So I mean, 
hats off to them. They just need to, you know, usually the Gonpro Korokens always are great energy-wise, but this one especially mm. just had a different vibe to it. Um, crowd was tremendous. I don't know what they did for Korokin. I don't know how many people were there, but 600. it was... 600? Oh, yeah, that's a good amount. Um, energy was tremendous. Um, like I said, usually for Korokens, it's always like that, but uh, they were extra rowdy, and I, I, I was excited. Um got to see some conclusions to a lot of the stories that have been going on throughout the year. I just wanted to see how everybody ended off their year, uh, not only with the main event, but also performance-wise. Like, okay, who do I need to put on my radar for next year? Or are we seeing any developments for any members of the roster? Or oh, are we getting any big announcements? I was looking out for all that stuff. And we, you know... Saw some things. We got a combination of a lot of it. Uh, I was just hoping for a good show to close out the year, and I think we got that. I fully agree. Um, as you already alluded to, you guys did um, a year-end review and awards show mm-hmm. over on the Stardust Press podcast. Also, shout out for asking for for the listeners' awards and then not mentioning them. Oh yeah, I was... <laughs> so funny story about that. Um, it was like one o'clock a.m. for me because that <laughs> day we were recording. I was actually off of work. However, my hours got messed up, so like I needed more money, and they called me to come in, and I was like, "All right, I'll do it." So when I got home, it was like twelve a.m. <laughs> so I was exhausted. I said, "I'm not reading," <laughs> but um. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. The award show was, it was a different format than most award shows. Uh, I went with the idea of us all nominating two people, seeing if we had any, you know, you know, same answers and positioning. Yeah. If not, we can argue our cases just because uh, the thing I like the most about wrestling and content creating and wrestling, of course, there's a lot of people that fall into the same line. Because they either have similar interests or they just can't think for themselves, whichever you wanna, whichever you wanna point that to. But for the most part, everybody has a different taste in wrestling and a different outlook. So with Mask and Maddie not being content creators before I asked them to do this with me, and even still, other than this, they don't really do much. Um, I wanted to open up an opportunity where if we had some differences, we can explain what our thought process is if we could you know even come to gripes with whatever we were saying um i just like to hear everybody's different outlook and why they think something uh i think it's a nice format other than you know just like getting people to vote it's probably easier to do it that way but since we watched all the shows i i felt like it was the best way to do it um just because we all seen the same thing so we can just kind of take what we saw from everybody throughout this whole year and you know the award winners were kind of expected so <laughs> yeah know. but it, it really gave, i like, tried to fight for the mvp award i tried to <laughs> fight but you know it's fine i can't i can't win it all it's fine yeah yeah i think it just gave a good outlook um or a good review to the year which you know it was the point of it but but still um yeah. like if someone's not that familiar with uh, with Gompro, I think you know 
listening to that before going into the core can, you know, might be a good idea. Yeah. But, but also, also why just, are you listening to this now? If, if you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, it's just that if you know you're not seeing all these smaller shows, you're not seeing some of the stuff that uh, go into what we like, how we do our awards or our thought process. Because there's a lot of stuff that happens on this on these like smaller shows that a lot of people don't see. Like Mune's first win over uh, Ishii came on a smaller show at like a shopping mall, like. There's a lot of things on the smaller shows that people don't, you know, see. I don't know what happened to your microphone, but it got worse in like the last few sentences. <laughs> oh, oh, now I it's good again. Now it's good I, again. I, yeah, I was, I was just far away from my mic. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, then I'd say we just start into GoPro bad communication 2023 for the people that are not involved with the compro back communication is the title of the theme song of founder and president and mascot of compro ken oka and it's yeah. by far the best theme entrance theme there is oh yeah a lot of the show titles are songs done by the bees <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it. The big shows are songs, and like the normal shows are movie titles. Yeah, <laughs> that's just that's just GumPro. Um, but we started with a title that isn't even GumPro. It's CDT. Um, Roman Stone, Shota, and Somatakao defended against Keisuke Ishii and Shigehiro Irie. Team Drift mm. imploded. Well, it's kind of difficult. Yeah. Team Drift it, was, yeah. Explain. You you probably more knowledgeable about about it than I am. Anyways, not really. Uh, I'm probably on the same wavelength just because I wasn't heavy into DDT when Team Drift was active. All of my stuff has been post, but uh, Team Drift or Team Dream Futures was Summit to Cal, uh, Shigeru and Keisuke Ishii, and of course, you know they they were supposed to be you know the future of DDT, and while. Shiggy's probably the most accomplished out of them, even though Soma's the most long-tenured DDT member, and he's still there today. I think it's safe to say that Shiggy's the most accomplished because he did win the top belt, and neither of yeah. them have. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, they do these team drift matches. Usually it's trios or, you know, like, you know, one-on-ones or something like that. They do this pretty often now, and it I, I love it because they yes. uh it's like how do I say this because I love Somatakao, but something about when he faces Irie and Ishii that makes him turn it up another notch that he I mean it's not hard for him to yeah. turn it up another notch because he does not care. Yeah, he, he very much is he's chilling. He you know uh he's like I use the term t shirt wrestler pretty derogatorily because mm-hmm. Like, if you can't be arsed, and normally, I I mean Naito. Oh, I thought you meant Ita. <laughs> he's he's probably more t-shirt than Naito yeah, these days. Yeah, fair enough. Um, he's also a big offender. Thing is, Somatakao is, um, he, he runs a dropkick, which is the deep spar. And that's, at this point, it's literally his gimmick. And it's yeah. clear it's all he cares about. 
And whenever he's in Gun Pro, like he has some kind of purpose and he turns it up a bit. Yeah. But like DDT is is terrible. But even still, the levels to what he turns it up to opposite Shiggy and Keisuke is like a completely different level. Like he really gets in there. Um even if I thought he was the weakest person in the match, I don't think that's his fault because Shota for the past like two months has gotten almost close to form as he was when he was independent world junior champ. He's oh, like really stepped it up. Yeah, he he he's stepping with such a purpose these past two months. Like for as lifeless as that Kodaka defense was, if there was a saving grace in that match, it was Shota's performance just because he stepped with a purpose, which I needed him to do after their abysmal first singles match. Um, he stepped with a purpose these past two months, and he was tremendous here again. I absolutely love Irie and Ishii together. I kind of hope... <laughs> I was wishing that they won here, but, you know, obviously that wasn't happening. Um... This was a really good match. It was a really good opener. I'm surprised it opened the show, but I mean, it was a perfect place. It was for announced it. as an opener, um, mm-hmm. and it's not, uh, you know, it's not the spirit of GumPro uh, tag titles. Yeah. It's it's a foreign title, so you know, yeah. it's a it's a fine choice. It's a really good choice, actually. Yeah, it's a really good choice to open it, and it's fun. Like Team Drift is still fascinating because, as we talked about, uh, some of the Cal's ventures in DDT. Uh, He's still pretty active in Gone Pro, but Keisuke completely left DDT to go to Gone Pro. And then, you know, Irie is freelancing. Uh, you mostly find him in Europe these days, but... Yes. Um, and I'm very happy they, about him being in yeah. Europe and not like in Osaka. <laughs> I'm very happy about him not being in a certain company all the time that we're going to talk about later. <laughs> but um, Yes. Well, um, he but, had... Um, he had still like the best match that company ever had. So, well, no, Don't it's they they have a few heaters, but like you know, for the most part, it is what it is. But it's fun to look at those three wrestlers. So I like just doing that with wrestlers that are teammates. You know, debuted together, all that. Seeing wrestlers that are so synonymous with one another walk these different paths, and then eventually meeting back. You know, you know, yeah. Uh, Irie won was the sixteen carat. Uh, tournament from a WXW and then he won the world title you know Ishii's still even without the belt the symbol of excellence in Gone Pro and then Soma Takao he's got a belt now with Romance Dawn they're, they're still doing their best even if they are not necessarily the future of a company they're still working hard at you know accomplish accomplishing their dreams together and too bad that meant nothing because Shota got the pinfall <laughs> what I really liked about this is that both teams felt like proper tag teams, even though KSK and Shiggy have with the uh, KLD tag belts. Yeah, they're they're terrible since since Shun Mao got injured. Yeah, and even when Shun Mao ha- held them, they were facing like proper teams. Most of the other teams that have held them is like all here. There you go. Or she and uh, Hino were technically a team, but that was Hino's thank you run. We'll see you, buddy. So like, yeah, like, and that they, went. They lost that immediately. Was V zero? Yeah, they lost immediately. So like, and they fucking like, lost to Canon and Minoru Fujita. So yeah, respect Canon with the hold, and I, I I can't say respect Minoru Fujita, even though you know old Minoru Fujita is probably cool. But yeah, thing yeah. thing is. Thing is, Minoru Fujita outside of DDT 
is so entertaining. Yeah, I've seen him in like some matches outside of DT where I was like, oh, whenever he came to Gunpro, I was like, oh, he's probably going to cook here. He did not. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you, you need to go back. It's sometime last year. Um, he had um, uh, Super Asia, I think Super Asia, or the Gotta Move titles. Yeah, he had. Super yeah, he had a title match against Aki. No, I've seen that. Yeah, that's in a good each- one. That's an absolute heater. And he's so um, funny. Yeah. Uh, what was I about to say? So, Roblox Dawn, I, I'm glad that they've improved as a team. Because, like, whenever they first started teaming regularly, I was just like, I was they are not, not clicking. I was they thinking, I, I didn't remember. Were you the hater or were you not? <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't a hater because I wasn't against the team. But I was like, they're not clicking. Like, when they faced Takaiwa and Imanari, I was like, Takaiwa and Imanari are a way better team. They seem more gelled, more like a team. Yeah. It's like they were, it's like Romance Dawn were trying to be a team. They were doing these double teams and all that, but it just wasn't clicking. Now it feels like they are a fluid tag team. Yeah. Um, really good match. Mm-hmm. Shiggy, if now, you come back the next for the SOG one... run. Sorry? I said, Shiggy, if you want to come back for the SOG run, we got you, bro. Oh, hell yeah. But they should announce him for Karat. I want to see him again. He'll probably be there. Yeah, he probably. He's German. He told you on Twitter he's German. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm pretty sure he recognizes me. So, next match. Um, next match is... It's an interesting one. It's Natsu, for fuck's sake, uh, Riara <laughs> and Yuri teaming up against Bunny Oikawa, Harukaze, and Makoto. So, I love the Makoto. Makoto is amazing. She's so good. I love um, when she does her spear. I said it on, I think it was the last Ganjo one that we did. She's like a fucking linebacker when she does her spear, and I love it. Yeah, and um, like Harukaze has done much uh, in recent times. It kind of felt like a comeback to me. Yeah, I don't she, know. She just doesn't do was. the. She just doesn't do the gun show shows, which is. She's missed some gun pro shows too. So like it's yeah. like weird. I don't know what, wherever she's and up to. Bonnie, uh, honestly, I like Bonnie. Bonnie's cool. She's not that bad. Bonnie was she was iffy the first I think it was Ganjo show or the first couple Ganjo shows that I seen her, but like I still liked her because I was like, all right, there's still like something there. Like now she's laying her kicks in. Whenever she first started working yeah. Ganjo, her kicks were like the sound of a paper, <laughs> like passing through the wind. It was, just, it was so soft. I was like, yeah, you don't throw yeah. kicks if you're and gonna she's do that. Basically, you know, she's basically um she was a rookie during the pandemic in Ice Ribbon. Yeah. Like, it's um, just hard to, you know, to get anything out of that. Yeah. Now, and, like, her um, her grappling stuff is, like, really cool, too. Like, she's, like, even stuff that doesn't come across too entirely well, she has an idea there. She's just got to, you know, piece everything together. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big grappling guy, so that's, like, high praise. Um... I don't but, know. I don't know if you've seen the uh, about recent Ganjo shows, the past couple, and even the Gonpro shows. But 
Not all of them. We are Riara in the past few months has become the second coming of Minoru Suzuki because she has decided that she is going to slap box anybody in her face, and I'm all here for it. Uh, she didn't do much this, in this match other than the spot where she just drop kicked Bunny right in the face, and I was like, yeah, that's that good stuff right there. <laughs> um, uh, she has decided she's just going to like slap box everybody in the face, and she's really improved over these past two months, and it made me concerned for Yapi's, uh position in the Ganjo hierarchy. Luckily, she had a performance yeah. that wiped that away, but she was getting dangerously close to starting to go on the come up, which also is probably attributed to her uh, taking outside bookings now, which is good. I think yeah. she should keep doing that. I think that's just a good way for any young wrestler to learn is taking outside bookings. and Yeah, you know, as many as you can. And but, yeah. Like, Natsu is in this match, so it's a Natsu match. Like, yeah, it just destroys any part. chance a match has. And, like, I was watching this, and, okay, yeah, this is not good, but this is fine. You know, there for what it is. There were exchanges that were good, though. Yuri so, and yes, listen, listen, were sick. listen to me. Because yeah. I was talking with, with Flosh. I don't know if you've listened to the, to the episode. He was, was on here with me a few weeks ago. And he was like, yeah, Riara is not good. And he he has not seen the gun uh, the gun show shows. Um, I'm pretty sure he has not. And they're like, okay, yeah, let's just be sure. Let's watch the the match again. And the match yeah. got better in the second round. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is this is fun. She's still, like I said, she's still rough around the edges to some degree yeah, because, like I said, she was she only never... working like twice a month. <laughs> yes, um, and like she's in she's in her thirties, like. Yeah. It's not like a 15-year-old you can mold into. I know. said it whenever I was writing about her debut is her ceiling isn't like main event work rate talent. Her like what she should try to be is a Harakaze type wrestler. That's how yeah. she should try to aim to be because she's starting late. I don't expect her to just boom and become this fantastic wrestler like overnight. Um all I wanted from her this year was progression, and in these past few months, she's certainly got there. I like that she's slapboxing people. She should keep doing that. That's sick. Uh, her versus Tomoka and Naba specifically, absolute heater. Yeah, that was great. Um, I still need to watch the, the Zones match and the Chi-Chi match of Yuri had. Yeah. Still, okay. I just remember what match it was. It was uh, Yuri and Riara versus, I want to say, Yapi and... Saki and I was like, oh, I'm not trying to watch this match because Saki's up in here and I'm not trying to watch this. And the bell rings and Riara just starts piecing up Yappy. And I was like, oh my god, she's going crazy. <laughs> and uh it was such a good time. Um yeah, you see, I had complaints that I wish like you know Harakaze, Yuri, and Riara got something a little bit better to close out the year, but I still think it was a fun time. Uh, you know, Harakaze oh. ended up on the winning side, but yeah, Yuri didn't do that much, and still was like, like I said, the exchange the with this match. Yeah, but... the exchanges with Makoto has given me a great desire to have them have a singles match next year. Yeah, <laughs> or this year technically. Have you seen Yuri's stuff in Ice Ribbon? Uh, I've seen the title defenses. I haven't seen like everything. Like I haven't Which... seen any of the tag run yet. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so. 
they've lost the tag titles again. Um, yeah, it was on recently. The, yeah, Son Sylvester on Rivermania in a really good match against two rookies. Mm-hmm. You know, like pulling them to to this good matches also like commendable. Watch their first and only defense against um, Oscar Fujitaki, who is also a rookie, and Totoro Satsuki. Shouts out to Torosatsuki. That's the goat. She's so bad. She's terrible. Uh, that's the, the goat. Okay. That this that this match has become has gone so good. I wouldn't say the match is good, but it's one of the most interesting matches I've seen in a long time, and I love it. Um, there's there was all four of them were sloppy and timing, especially Totoro's timing was terrible a lot of times, but it's so interesting, and I just didn't expect it. Like, go watch that. That's so good. <laughs> how, how you saw that, it's like, yeah, it wasn't necessarily good, but it was interesting. Go watch it. I was like, alright, cool. <laughs> no, like, being interesting uh, is... Not many can pull that off, honestly. That's fair. That's fair. Before we move on from this match, I have one request for next year, and that is Lethal Weapon Tag Title Run. That is oh hell yeah, oh that's hell all. yeah. That's all I'm aiming for next year. Yeah, and while you're at it, uh, Lethal Weapon is coming back. Um, finally. Yeah. Um, what I, is that's oh yeah, that's my other nitpick is Hartley wasn't on this year in show, but that's fine. He's yes. He's like I, I felt so bad. Um, you know when we had him on, and like yeah. I want to have you on because, you know, your there is Gumpro versus Great, and he was just was not booked. I felt so bad. Yeah, I was. I I figured he would be in like one of those sides as like a thing. It's like oh he yeah. books both, but he wasn't, and that's sad. Even if he wasn't in that match, I was hoping he was on this card in some some form. Yeah, uh, but he's back. He's back this month, so that's cool. Yeah, he's back uh, on the fourth, which is in two days. Um, lethal weapon against Shiggy and Bunny Oikawa. That's gonna rock so hard. <laughs> yeah, turtle and bunny. You th- you think uh, Harakaze's uh, taking a beast bomber? I certainly hope so. Oh, <laughs> uh, she take it too. Huh? I don't know. Hey, might hoop. Might hoop. I'm gonna I'm gonna pin that one whenever I record for the end of the month because that one might hoop a little too much. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm very excited for, for them coming back. Um Hartley deserves it, Hardcast deserves it, they're tremendous. I don't know if Euro win the single style this year, but I think she gets the tags. I don't know with who, but I think she'll probably get the tags. Yeah. I can definitely see the tag Yuri. I definitely think oh, the Yuri, tags are yeah. gonna be tossed through a few uh Ganjo wrestlers with another person teams this year. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I think I almost think Yuri is a better singles wrestler than a tag wrestler. I do too, but I'm not against her being the first Ganjo member to win the SOG, but it feels like it definitely should be Yuna. Even with injuries coming back, it has to be her. It, yeah, like and this if whole they, brand is not possible without her. I can see them doing a women's championship. I can yeah. see it. I want them to do it. Not okay. I want That's, them to do like, it, but also not use it. 
Yeah, I also don't want them to use it as an excuse to not give them the SOG, which I don't think they would. But because I feel like the Ganjo title, you should at least have it be either Ganjo exclusive. Like you can have matches on there, but like, you know, keep them in the mix for the other belts. Yeah. Okay, going for we had, and this is like it was Yoppy versus Arisu, and you were talking mm-hmm. about it. Um, now the thing with Gompro is Gompro loses. Always. That is our whole thing. We are yes. losers who yes, we only are losers. have each other in the end, and that's why I love this promotion so much. Yeah, that's why and, it rocks. Everybody's... And you said, you know. Arisu, the match was gonna slap because Arisu is great and Yoppy yeah. is not not bad and she's getting better by the day. I didn't expect it to start with them throwing hands though. <laughs> I did not <laughs> expect that. Yeah, uh, it was it was a really good match for for the seven minutes and I did not expect Yoppy to just win, especially because I didn't either. I was like, oh my god, Arisu is gonna be in a title match. Or yeah. was gonna be. I have no idea what the current. No, she's still in it. Okay. okay, they just changed it. It's Aniki, I know, uh, Daydream, and then free or not free Wi-Fi, uh, Daisy Maki. Yeah, like that's that's bad for Arisu because they definitely should have won. But I yeah. cannot bet against Daydream. Daydream is the best. I am not a Yuki Aino fan, but Rio Mizunawa. <laughs> Uh, I big like Aniki I, like I think she's she's pretty under. Big Aniki guy. Big Aniki guy. That's I'm taking Aniki over most people. <laughs> hey, one run real Mizunami entrance got gets me ready to run through a car. That's that's how I'm feeling. Um, but yeah, I like I said, I just thought okay, for people who don't know, uh, when Ganjo relaunched and Monase went down with injury, uh. Basically, Yapi and Yuri were like, hey, leave Ganjo to us. And while Yuri has soared head and shoulders and become the ace and like has won titles, Yapi has just continuously lost because in natural Ganpro fashion, that's what you do. You are a loser. You're going to lose. And I thought her story of losing wasn't going to culminate just yet. But she just did it. She won with a top rope Meteora. Which is insane, but hey, I respect it. It was a good moment. Um, like I said, I was concerned for Yaki's positioning in the hierarchy just with how Riyar's improvement was going. And uh, for like the last two shows, I haven't been too high on Yaki's performances, even though she's been good most of this year. Uh, I was like, oh, please don't slip. We're at the end of the year. Don't slip now. But she finished the year strong and couldn't be more happy for her to get this win. Thing is also, Riara used to be, maybe still is a hostess. Mm-hmm. So is. she's selling them tickets. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, I don't. That's another thing I think about. I don't think Yopi is. Um, funny thing with Yopi, I mean, it didn't. You kind of notice this here. She doesn't seem tiny, but she is. Yeah. Um, she's she she is quite tiny. I yeah. love when she does the she does a pin and then transitions out of the pin, like no matter what pin she does, it's straight into the stretch muffler. She's like ready for it at all times. Like that's sick. Um also cool just... for Yaki. 
also cool for Yaki is like she probably shouldn't even be wrestling right now. She came back from like almost a career in, ending injury and here she yeah. is. And she's also not the youngest anymore. That's true. Um this was cool and all. But like my heart was beating for the next match. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um because it's life is just not fair. And there are, <laughs> you know, the independent prices and Mune has become rookie of the year, and that's very yep. nice. But he's also sharing the year with Yuma Onsai. And that's just not fair. Mune... Do they just not classify Onsai as indie? Yeah. It's all Japan? Yes. Um, It's crazy, but I understand. And yes, it is unfair that he's sharing the year with Yuma Onsai because don't get me wrong, Onsai is the better one now, but I don't think it's by that large of a margin. It's just that Anzai is so important to All Japan currently and their future that it's hard to not put him one and Mune two. But if you're talking bell to bell, Mune's like right there. His offense is a lot more varied than Anzai's. He's got a lot more stuff in, under his belt than Anzai does. Um, and I love you, Anzai. So this is not like me taking a shot or anything, but like he, you. Yuma's, he's definitely one, but Mune's like right there. I wouldn't even put Mune two. I would put Anzai 1A and then Mune 1B because he's so, so good for only being a year in. So I saw, um, I was there li live for Mune's debut in Gotta Move in Choco Pro. Ah. That seven-minute match with Aki is one of the the most interesting uh, matches I've seen in uh, on my whole trip. Mm -hmm. It's like he comes into a new environment and he gets it, and he brings his signature energy. I um, really need to check out the uh, what was it uh, Emi and Takanashi versus him and Mia match. Yes, I've been meaning to do that. I I haven't gotten to it yet, but I was so excited when I saw that. So let me look back because we um, before we talk about the the match he just had. Um, let's look back because this is in his one year anniversary. He debuted mm -hmm. on last. Um, on the last show on the same date, but it was called Girigiri Job and not Bad Communication. Yeah. Um he he lost to Tominaga. Uh, what a debut I hope match. I hope his anniversary every year is just him facing Star Wars indie veterans. Yeah. <laughs> and hope then, next year he gets Daisuke Sakamoto. <laughs> yeah. Like three months, oh, you're, you're just mean. <laughs> <laughs> three months later, um, he made his debut outside of of Gompro um, for DDT uh, in a in a pre-show match with his fellow DDT um, members Illusion 
um, and El Unicorn, and also there was Raimu Imai. And um, can you please leave Heat up and join DDT? Raimu, I love you. Please, I want to see you more often. He'll probably wait until like he's a bit older. He's 19 now. Oh, he's 19 now? I thought he was yeah. younger than that. So they yeah. have another... There's another DD team guy yeah. that's like 16. There's somebody else. I don't know who it is, but I definitely remember somebody who's like 16. Another like, heat-up guy? It's either heat-up or it's a DD team guy who's a like... A heat-up guy, and he's he's huge. Um, what, what was his name? Like, he's really big. Yeah. Like, like physically big. Um, it was Daichi Sato. Yes, Daichi Sato. He's yes. 15 now. Yeah, that that kid is also really good. Like that kid's amazing. Tamura, Tamura is a really good trader. Um, he is. Koji Iwamoto came from Heat Up, I believe. Um, yeah, I know like, he went uh, to DDT after, but like I, know, I think he started in Heat Up. I mean, he wasn't Tamura wasn't really hooping whenever he was training to see Zuchi, but that's neither here or there. Um, but Tamura's basically kind of hero is great. Um, yeah, Heat Up. He just got some hoopers. Like I said, like you said, yes. Tamora's a good trainer. Let's um, go, Chochi Otani. Uh, I did not say that. You did? <laughs> um, but, um... What was I saying? Oh, um... We were talking about the DD team guys, and, I mean, both the Uni and, who was El Unicorn, who took off his mess, and I believe Illusion were accompanying Mune for his first anniversary, which was nice. Yeah. Um... Think about the year that Mune's had. Uh, like, like we on the same conversation we have with Anzai. Anzai had a great, had a great. I mean, that Nagata match was very bad, but it, that wasn't his fault. Um, um, uh, Mune he pinned Asami Kodaka for his first win only a few months into his career, and then he faced Kodaka again for a chance to challenge for the singles belt in the main event of the biggest show of the year. He constantly improved, and he was performances were. Performances were never the issue for Mune. He was always like good throughout this whole year. And then he started winning. He challenged for the tag titles. And then now we're here we are at his one year anniversary. He's had like a pretty successful year for being one year in. Yeah. And his opponent didn't even mention the name. It's Yuko Miyamoto. It's a build up. Yeah, it's the build up. <laughs> yeah. And like I don't uh Daka, him pinning Kodaka for his first victory and then having the singles match is so important because Kodaka is one of his heroes. It's only one yeah. of his heroes because you know he's tech partner of Miyamoto, who is actually like the, the guy. Yeah. I don't think I said it on here, but whenever Kodaka first started appearing in Gonpro, I said if this doesn't lead to Yuko Miyamoto coming to Gonpro. I don't want this. And you never want I mean, it. I still didn't want it, but I never did. But I wanted Yuko Miyamoto here because Yuko Miyamoto is still that guy. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love Yuko Miyamoto. And Mude had the Yankee pants on. He was rocking. This 10 match was sad. It was. <sighs> Might have been my match of the night. I think it's my match of the night for sure. I loved it so much. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. Like an eight out of ten. This is this is like I hate that in wrestling Maybe there's nine. some that are into just 
that just don't give younger wrestlers like anything. This is Mune's first year anniversary, and uh, Yuko gave him a lot. He gave him a whole lot. It was pretty back and forth, even though like Yuko was killing him for most of his match. <laughs> he, uh, there was there was some moves he did to Mune where I thought Mune was a guard. <laughs> um, he gave Mune a lot. Mune brought out a Michinoku driver for the first time, which was sick. Um, this was just a really, really good back and forth match. You can obviously tell just by this match the influence that Miyamoto has on um, Mune. And uh, after the match, uh, Miyamoto was like, hey, he reminds me of Usami whenever he was younger, but don't end up like Usami. I was like, amen, brother. <laughs> amen on that. I mean, yeah. you know, you're, you're sad. He had, um, he had the, uh, the Yankee gear on, but like he made gear. That is exactly like this Miyamoto's. Oh, he will bring it back. It was I'm sure. Yeah, he should because those pants rule. <laughs> yeah, like it's never gear I would this wear, um, just stylistically, but it fit him. I I'm a big fan of the big pants, <laughs> the big Yankee pants. I'm so I'm cool with it. Um, See, when whenever I... they do the next the next um, Toshi Koshi attack shuffle. I need Miyamoto, Mao, and um, Une all wearing those pants. <laughs> the big pants, boys. I, I'm rocking with it. Um, this was the perfect uh, anniversary match. I am Honestly, curious yeah. to. I'm curious to how Mune's next year will be, or this year technically again, uh, his 2024. There is I a chance that's... he will. There's a chance he will be uh, uh, SOG champ. I definitely think so. 100%. He will Ideally, win something. He, he's going to win something. And I think that's the fascinating part about Gonpro heading into this year is they have so many cards they can play that they didn't use this year or weren't even imaginable at the beginning of this year or at the beginning of 2023 that now they have at their disposal that literally they can... There's a chance they can do no wrong now that they've gotten that one thing over with. <laughs> uh, it's going to be fun to see. Um, hopefully, Watase does another produce show and he books Hartley versus Mune. You're just mean. It's not mean. He's got to. He's got to grow. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was also really nice, like um, hearing um, Hartley talk about Mune. Like he was, he was a fan, <laughs> or he is. It's hard not to be. He's got that fire to him. Uh, that and he just really loves. He embodies what Gonpro is. He just loves like independent wrestling as a whole. Yeah. Man, I love Munia. I. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I can't say that. This is just this is great. Like I said, it sucks that he had to be in a year with Yuma Anzai because he, and even though he was in a year with Yuma Anzai, a lot of people just haven't given him his respect because they haven't seen him, and they should because uh, looking at Rookie of the Year ballots, I, there's like a great handful that don't even touch Mune. So, the next match really had me worried going in um, because it's the 10-man um, elimination uh, match against yeah, Great. Yeah, yeah. 
and like great loses everything but so um, do we so that's the thing yes so but so does gompro so it's a who's a bigger loser and then you get the the teams so and the gompro team is misuki watase shinshiro toinaga takuya wada tyson waiguchi and yumehite Minari. and you get, got the, the great team the great team does not make sense um, it's Jack Shimatani, Chun Tonjo, Kasayashi, Minoru Tanaka, and Takenori Ito. None of those tag, except for Hayashi and Tanaka. They're just randoms. But they're good randoms. But they are like the good ones. I was worried we get like Izuchi, <laughs> Quiet Storm. Izuchi is no. good. He's an eat up guy. Nah, I don't like Izuchi. I like Iska. Iska's cool, but Izuchi, he don't do it for me. He, when he I, first I came won. over, and he was, and he was, you know, he was slinging. He, he, I had promise, but no, that that doesn't exist. I'm so bad with names. I forgot his name. Um, what? Who was it? What was it? Um, I wanted to. If you vaguely describe them, I might be able to. Yes, the the sixty second guy, the the former All Japan. You talking about uh, which call it? Sato. Yeah, Keiichi Sato. Keiichi Sato, yeah, he's so good. I want him. I mean, he's technically freelance, so if he wants a wants a gig, man, we got spots. Um, what was? Oh yeah. I'm going to use this match basically just to tell everybody how much I love Czech Shimatani. Um, <laughs> oh, good. He is a tremendous pro wrestler. I love him and Watase pairing off in this one because they're two DDT guys who left DDT to basically improve their positioning because Czech was just a comedy guy. Uh, Watase was lower to mid card and they've thrived being out of that environment and that's just not a ddt thing it's everybody every every company has wrestlers like that that started off in their system didn't pan out they left and grew their stock and now they're better than before that's just something that happens in wrestling but whenever these guys get to reconnect and show who they are now it's always wonderful um Shimatani is absolutely incredible um i don't know how great necessarily views him um i know he had the long tag title run with Amora, which i like i like his tag team with Amora, but like i don't know how highly they think of him because i just watched him carry uh spk and takuma at tdc hall and ended up getting pinned um i mean so. that's on you watching that well i wanted to support my boys i didn't know they didn't have the dog in them anymore and Check had all the dog because he was the he carried that match like no other. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was bad. Uh, yeah, P- who was it? I think it was Scott. He was like, Oh, what should I watch on the show? I was like, Don't. I think you should watch this match just because Check Shimatani's so good that I need more people talking about him. <laughs> um, he's legitimately like one of my favorite wrestlers. He's grown leaps and bounds, he's tremendous, and he's like fast as shit for like someone who's two foot tall and he's massive oh yeah like, he's he's bulked up a lot like he i think he started dieting with endo during the pandemic 
Oh and yeah, then, they're they're both fitness trainers. Yeah. Um started dieting with him and then got in like really, really good shape. Um he's just he's like he's such I'm so sad that he signed with Crate because he, when he was working Gone Pro, I wanted him to be a Gone Pro guy so bad. Oh, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. He's getting paid, he's he's happy seemingly, so that's fine. Uh yeah. I have to say just throw it out there. This match, the only thing I did not like about this match um, was what is in uh, and check. I hate the CTE spots. I love the CTE spot. <laughs> um, uh, nah, it's just like why? Why would you do that? Like, like the other <laughs> is twice the size. He should not be. Uh, half your size. He should not be able to bang your head into that post. Listen, Watase just wants you to know that there's... It's solid up there, buddy. <laughs> it's... See, uh, um, um, I've seen, I've seen Watase in Germany. I've seen that, those matches. They were really good. Yeah. Yeah, I he did hear... You... I did hear the hat, uh, the headbutts. Well, he wants you to hear it through the stream, man. <laughs> have you seen? Have you you seen? <laughs> what does it had two GCW matches, which is funny. What? That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, he had um, or last year. Oh shit, it's last year. Yeah, um, D- GCW versus DDT. He flew himself over. And he just hung out for, with Erie. <laughs> yeah, for one match uh, to to LA. For yeah. one match against second. That was really good. And he was in a, in Germany. Um, yeah, for the guys that don't know, he he did the World Tag Team Festival with, as Erie's tag partner, as the Renegades. Yeah, Renegades. Um, they had a match against the Astronauts, and I was I was so happy. The match was okay. Um, it it was really good, but it was not like the banger I I hoped it would be. But I did not care. It was so, I was so happy. I was there seeing that match. Um, but he was oh, in a six way scramble on the same night against Gringo Loco, Agle Blanc, RS, Jimmy Lloyd, and the Rotation. <laughs> That's and an insane. <laughs> That match was so much fun. That was hilarious. I think um, Aigle Blanc jumped off, or no, it was the rotation. Um, he jumped off the balcony onto the others. And like yes. everybody, like, this, this what to say guy is crazy. And like, I know it, that's my boy. Uh, I was telling that to everybody, like, ah, oh, that's so good. That's insane. Was I was about to say something about this match, and I can't remember. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm glad that this happened because, I mean, like, two days later, three days later, Kaz Hayashi announced he was retiring this year. So, like, glad that not only did he work Gone Pro, but Imanari got to face him and, you know, beat him. Uh, nice little notch under his belt. Um, the, the only problem I have with this is... My Gucci didn't get like a single elimination when he was whooping Takanori Ito's ass. <laughs> he he had him against the ropes and he was letting loose. <laughs> and then he just like immediately got dumped out. I was like, oh, that's disappointing. 
and I don't know about you, but I am a water maniac. That guy, crazy guy. Water is cool. Um, you're not as he yeah. I told you. I told you um, about that. That woman um, at Sikigahara. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was <laughs> marking out for for water. I like whenever I see him, I I only think of her. <laughs> I need to link up with her because she's got the right idea. Dudes, 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 the man. I I love him. Um, somehow, some way, Gonpro was not the biggest losers, and I don't know how that was managed, but I'm glad it happened because I couldn't have that on my conscience coming into this. That one, knowing I was going to have to come on here, I did not want to talk about losing to the company that hasn't beaten anybody ever. Man. Yumehito pinning Hayashi was such an unreal moment. It was incredible. That and he was down like one to two. Yeah. He also so pinned the like, check. Yeah, I was like, there's no way he's coming back. <laughs> and he just does. That's the beauty of Yumehito Yamanori. You think he's done, he's not done. Yamanori is a crazy case. Yeah. Very sorry he had that one bad title match. That wasn't his fault. I like this is I, I'm I'm still shocked how good this match was. Me too, because my expect well, my expectations were like at the floor, so. Yeah. This was good. Go watch it. Um next match. Like this this was uh I wasn't expecting this to be be good, but it was definitely like it was on the table. I did not expect Ken Oka versus Kumarashi to be good. And they cooked. <laughs> that was amazing. I did. <laughs> mostly because I'm biased because Doikuma Do- is great but like most of their run has been like until like these last three appearances this one included has been them phoning it in <laughs> uh, so I was on the fence but they went crazy and this is like the definitive point of the night where like the crowd was all in like there's nothing like a good Kenoka match where the crowd is firmly in his corner just wanting him to come back, and that's what this was. It was magical. Um, breaking news. New Japan posted uh, Kyrie versus Mercedes Money on YouTube. That's crazy. <laughs> this video contains content from New NJPW who has on copyright grounds on their own YouTube channel. That's incredible. That's hilarious. I'm sorry, I had to interject. This was, this was great. New Japan's incredible. Oh, man. So, um, or uh, Kumarashi, you were saying. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I had faith that this could be good, but like I said, until these last three appearances, um, Doi Kuma were kind of phoning it in. 
which I mean, I understand, but come on, buddy. Yeah, y'all are like really good. I need y'all to turn it up. But from the Shodan Kanoka match in Shinjuku to the last match where the end of the match was Watase and Kochi Doi beating the shit out of each other to this one. Successful run. My, my, the thing about this run is, even though they phoned it in for the first half of it, it wasn't like what most companies do and like put the world title in this feud and like hold up the whole company for the whole year. It's just something away from everything that they could just do on the side and involves Kenoka, who's, you know, the owner. So like it's not anything that could really hurt the company severely. Um, and in the end, they got a beautiful payoff for it because uh, Karado's like on their feet for Kenoka and Kuma and Doi did their thing in this match. They, you know, played the heels and did it to perfection. Uh, love Kenoka's comeback and, you know, getting the win because, you know, if, uh, Kumarashi won, he would have got two title matches. And then Kenoka said, I got an idea about that, actually. <laughs> Thing is, uh, so there are a few, few baby faces like Kenoka. Um, yeah, because he's not like, a, I mean, he's a good wrestler, but he's not like a work rate guy. He's yeah, he's a good like, wrestler, but he's not a good wrestler. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, and he wears but, jeans. He's, he wears uh, a tank top. He's just yeah, he wears a guy, either. basically. He's just, he's the embodiment of Gonpro. He's just a guy who's trying his very best. Even though he knows he's a loser, he's going to keep trying until he can win. You look, he looks like he owns an Isakaya, which he does. Um, the thing is more that, you know, I know Kumarashi is good, but he's also the slowest worker I know. You know what's crazy is that he'll randomly have a burst of speed. Yeah, so, like, he can be fast. But the thing he, is, so is so is Ken, um, and yeah. I just expected to to die, this match to die a, a death of boredom because nothing is happening because they're working so slow. But holy shit, this match was so hot. It, so, it was. Yeah, I'm just um, happy. I am. I am too. I'm glad Ken won. And um, afterwards, where you know he thanked them, and then Koji Do was like, "This might be our last time here, so can we like dance to bad communication? Is that something we can do?" Oh, <laughs> so good! That's such a pop. He was like, "Yo, can we can we do that?" Oh, uh, I mean, it's good but... we got that. I don't know. It's not good we got that out of the way because I missed it. Um, yeah. at the end, but we got it here. Um. Which is better than nothing. Uh, yeah, it was beautiful. Like I said, it, it was lovely. Um, that's that's why Gonpro is so special. I don't, I don't, have, I don't know how to explain it. You gotta experience a hot crowd during bad communication, specifically when there's multiple people other than Oka in the ring doing it. Yes. It's nothing like it. Yes, it's it's the best song. Like there's there's no question. Oh, for sure. Um. Do you have anything to add? Because before we talk about the main event, I want to talk about Yuna. All right. Um, because we forgot about that. Good conclusion to the feud. Uh, would like to see Doikuma work a show or two here and there, but you know, they're busy men. So, I mean, if this is it for them, a uh, cool little way to go out. I would be fine if it was, if it, was it. Um, but you know, not complain if they're returning. Yeah. So, 
Long time injured, obliterated knee. Um, Yuna Manase, the heart and soul of Gansho, is returning on the 23rd of February against an opponent we do not yet know. Mm. This being I'm announced here on this show, I forgot after which match. Probably after the tag match. Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't remember. It's just... It's hearing, just fits in a show full of bangers. Hearing from my sources that it's going to be Mercedes Monet. Sure, sure. I heard Trinity is free on that day. Nah, Tina probably got a show. Let's let's hope she does. Let's hope she does. <laughs> I saw a list of Sports Illustrated yesterday. Um, the top ten wrestlers of 2023, and I forgot the name who, um, of the guy that did it. But they named Trinity. No, no, no. Sports <laughs> Illustrated. They named Trinity <laughs> as the top, um, as fourth highest wrestler this year. I haven't seen her impact run, so I can't comment. I I didn't either. I heard it was bad. I've heard mixed reviews, so I don't know. I, you know. I could go and watch, but here's the thing. I don't have a lot of free time, and I don't want to watch impact, so. There we go. Okay, yeah, she's coming back, and I can't wait for it, because... Oh, me neither. Me neither. Like can Yuna carries an energy with her. That's mm-hmm. just special. Um I'll tell you I don't want her comeback. <laughs> <laughs> like I know a few that I do not want her to come back to. There's one in specific might move tickets, but I don't want her there. <laughs> like I'm gonna say Natsu, I don't know who you mean. Unagi. Unagi, yeah. Oh, that will happen, though. Yeah, probably. You know. As long as she's just standing on the corner for, like, nine out of the ten minutes the match will go, it's cool. In a singles match? Nah, it's gonna be a tag. We're not, we're not doing a Unagi singles match for Yuna's comeback. If we're doing a singles, one of the Gancho girls getting it. The thing... The thing with Yuna is it's it's interesting. In the sense that I don't know where she's going to fit in this year. Does I mean she's already like acknowledged that Yuri's the Ganjo ace, so does she start from, you know, like she start from zero? Does she just challenge straight for the top and just like be like, "Hey, and you know, you did your thing. You you held down Ganjo, but you still can't surpass me yet." It's, you know, I, I don't really know uh, where she's going to fit in this year, but I'm intrigued. But how about they just do not fight? Yeah, but that's not if, fun. If Yuna versus Yuri is just not a topic. For now. Nah, but it's going to be. That's going to be whatever big Ganjo show they do, that's going to be the selling point. Um, um, but uh, It will be when they have a title. 
I don't know. It depends. If they don't just make a title, then they'll probably just do it. Um, but I mean, she could when she's back, she could go back to teaming with Imanari since uh Ankh's not around often enough to team with Imanari. Okay. Um, I have an idea. But mm-hmm. for that to fully take fruit, we need to talk about the main event first. Okay. I also had an idea about that, but I'll I'll let you go. But yeah. I the rain before of... we get to Yeah. Before we talk about that, just glad you back. She's gonna add a lot. Oh uh, well, yeah. Because I mean And if it's only gone... and if it's only her theme song, it's enough. Uh, since she's been gone, a lot of people have taken leaps, so it's going to be fun to see her back in there with everybody, even if it takes her a while to get back going, because, I mean, knee's kind of important in pro wrestling and just walking in general, but... Yeah. I mean, let's just hope she doesn't do it here in Revolution. I'm still hurt about that. Don't. Let's not. Let's move on. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. The Reign of Terror is over. Um, yeah! It was so weird, because um, when Shu, Shuichiro Katsumura, um, when he challenged Kodaka, I was like, why are you challenging him? I want to see a tag title match. Um, and then, you know, Wada was in the others, and it was clear, okay, yeah, they're doing this. But will he actually win the title? The match will be boring because she was a grappler, and Kodaka tries to be, but he isn't. I don't know if if you remember, but like, the first five minutes, Shu was mauling him with grappling. (laughs) He, He was just eating him alive. But honestly, <laughs> if this match was terrible, I, I was so I, bored. I didn't mind it. Granted, I skipped through it, but also <laughs> it was not because of Kodaka. Have some shame. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, it was not for uh, Kodaka. It's just because I like Shu. So. I called, first of all, I called uh, Shoe Champ like two months before it happened. I just want everybody to know that. Uh, I have a crystal ball and it works to perfection. Um, They had a tag match. I want to say it was Shoe and Keisuke versus Kodaka and Oka. I want to say it was 2019 or 2018. And they had, a, they had some like really good exchange in there. I was like, oh, a match with them could be cool. Uh, no, because 2023 present day Isami Kodaka, not fun, not fun at all. 2018 um, Kodaka was such a beast, yeah. He he was a beast in that match. I was like, bro, why are you, why are you not doing this now, man? I'm trying to grapple, anybody trying to see all that? Um, but you know, the important part was we got to the finish of this match, and that finish was. Shoe getting the win, and it was perfect. I loved every bit of Shoe just winning. Just it yeah. was tremendous. Him with the him with the double belts, first man to hold both titles. Uh, not only simultaneously, but uh, he's on to be tag champion, singles champ. Um, that title he is two he, years old. Yeah, 
the leather exactly. is falling apart. I blame Kodaka. I do too. He like left it laying around in Basara and people were just like kicking it and using it as a doormat or something. Um and I believe he might be the first Gonfro guy who was a independent junior champ in uh SOG singles champ. I know Takayo was probably independent junior champ, but I don't think Minari was. But like actual Gonfro guys, his first one to, you know, hold the old technical top singles belt and the new one. Um, um I'm checking about uh, Takaiba. Yeah, but Sky was not a Gonpro guy, so I'm like saying yeah, Gonpro yeah. guy, but but I think he's he's the first uh, as far as Gonpro goes, because uh, Imanari just lost a lot. That's <laughs> not can't win it. Um, I don't think Sky was. Oh, cool! So he might be the first. Cool. Um, like I said, I love the visual with him in both belts. Uh, fans were happy. I love the year-end Gonpro guy beats outsider title wins because just the atmosphere amongst the roster is so great. Um, this is like speeding past what we're about to talk about, but like there's like as they're about to go and do the stage shot where they're all staying on the stage, it's Oka and Katsumura and then Mune standing on a like the top of the ring post like he's like 2013 Akira Tozawa posing and it's like the sickest visual ever <laughs> i loved it um he after the match uh shu told kodaka basically hey you said uh gone pro holding the belts of gone pro was your you know pass to keep wrestling in gone pro well as long as i'm champion you always have that pass and i was like shut up <laughs> shut up <laughs> and then kodaka was like nah i'm good i was like thank god Thank yeah. God. Thank God. I was like, shoo, shut up, man. Don't you give him ideas. Um I'm excited for uh Shoe's run. Um I'm excited for the next two title matches he has, and I also have a lot of ideas about that SOG singles belt as far so, as this year. Uh so I'll let you I, go ahead and um do we want like uh a quick look back at Kodaka because it was terrible. He yeah, won... before, we, this next stuff's gonna be a positive note, so might as well. Yeah, exactly. So he won the title from Watase at Sekigahara, which is a match I cherish and hate because you it was not about... good, but it made me cry. And wrestling I'm matches using... do not make me cry. I am going to continuously use you saying you like the that match to justify you liking Kodaka's run just because okay do that <laughs> because the next match was the best match of his reign when it, was sure. against Yuri. His it was his first defense too oh hilarious but yeah um, Yuri match was really good it was good it was good so I don't know what happened <laughs> yeah um honestly the Tominaga match I have no recollection he like won by like showing Tomonaga's finger or something. It was really weird. I was like, okay. And it was I also guess. ten minutes too long, at least. Every Kodaka match nowadays is ten minutes too long. Yeah. Um The Imanori match was just bad. Imanori match was bad. 
the Shota match was good from Shota's standpoint, but from Kodaka's, pretty bad. The only yeah, good thing... It, it, the Shota match, that, yeah. it's like the same as the um, as Yuri's match I was talking about. It's not necessarily good, but there's some interesting bit. Like, the, the ice room one is way, way better. Don't, don't misunderstand me, but, like, there's some... There are bits to like with this one. Yeah. Um, the Kodaka run is just something they tried. I mean, did it work? I don't know how we're going to gauge if it worked or not, but it had a good conclusion, which was him dropping to a Gonpro guy um, and going away. Um, but for a title reign that peaked in its first defense, from a wrestling standpoint, not a very good run. No. Um, if you're going to do an outsider, if you're going to do an outsider run, just please make it be with somebody serviceable. I'm not asking for a super work rate guy, but somebody serviceable. But... I mean, like, Takai was old. Takai was great, but he's old. Um, Dead run was amazing. Jackson. He didn't really get to do Hard... much. Hartley Hartley is a good wrestler, but he's not not great. Um, he had the story to support it. Yeah, but also he didn't really get to do much. Yeah, like he won it at like almost the year end point, so like he didn't really get a lot of defenses in. He had the Yuna match and he had the uh, Katsumura match, and that was it. Um, yeah, but it was also it was just uh, four months. Like it's it's still mm-hmm. like a match a month. This was like what five? Um, Six? yeah, this was also match a month. It's like the same schedule. Yeah. Uh, okay, but it was just bad. So let's get into the good. <laughs> yeah. So Oka can beat his nemesis Kumarashi. So he challenged this came mortal enemies like five months ago. By the way. <laughs> yeah. So he challenged Katsumura. And Katsumura is a double champion. Yeah, so we will like, get yeah. two title matches. We will well, get. He was like, yeah. He was like, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll let you challenge for the SOG, and then he challenged for the tags too immediately after. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's perfect. Um, That's it's perfectly Kanoka. So yeah, so we get um, two days from now, actually. Yes, I'm looking which is first. Okay, first, two days from now, we get uh, the singles match. It's uh, Katsumura vs. Ken Oki. Um, and the match on the 6th is the Spirit of Ambro Tech team title on the Absolute Katsumura and Takuya Vada, Ken and Harashima. That's gonna rock. I can't now. Believe. Which of those matches will Ken win? The tag. See, I'm saying he's winning the singles. I think he's winning the tag because Ground Absolute has held it long enough. And I don't think Keltamore's getting VO'd and only holding it for like a week. Um, Keltamore is... is a lot older than the rest of the roster. He's like 48, 47. Um, yeah. Like anyway, he's so like, still cha- cha- uh, he's still a champion. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think they're gonna just do that. I think the tag titles is happening because 
Hoka can hold the tag titles. DDT doesn't really do much with Hiroshima, even though he was just in Dio, he didn't really do much. Uh, so like, they can justify him freeing up bookings to come defend these titles. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. That um, and I need Hiroshima and Kenoko versus Keisuke Ishii and Mune. So, oh hell yeah, that's how we I get. Just, that's how we get back to the top of this industry. I just think, um, can Oka winning the the singles title is overdue? Like, the thing um, is, if I'm that surprised happens, it hasn't be... happened yet. The thing is, if that happens, it's either going to be in Sekigahara or it's going to be in a Quirkin. It's not going to be on a smaller show. I mean, Idiyan's not necessarily a smaller show, but it's going to be in a bigger venue. Because he's got, you know, drawing power. Um, the thing with the SOG is, I think Kenoka is rewarding all the people that were loyal to him. Because you see, well, I mean, Watase is an exception because, you know, he, he took the chance to leave DDT to come to Gone Pro at a time Gone Pro was losing, well, on the way to losing Koki Ibasaki, so they didn't really have a young guy. Mune hadn't debuted yet. Um, but Imanari got a run. Did you have to Kasumori mention Koki Ibasaki? Now I'm sad again. I know, because I miss him too, but I mean, he's doing his thing. Um, Katsumori's getting a run. I think we still have to get through Keisuke getting a run and maybe Yuna before we get Kenoka getting a run. So the thing is, because I'm counting on Yuna winning the title, mm-hmm. but I don't see the Katsumura Yuna match. Well, I don't think she's winning it this year. If she does, it won't be till December. Well, because if if Oka wins it here, because like um, Katsumura got his moment, and he's still a champion. Um, those tanks, I think that's, you know, they can hold them for longer, no problem. Um, yeah, what I but... see, is, what I see though, is, is Kanoka versus Yuna. Like, that's the match. See, what sells more tickets? Just Kanoka being champ or having access to Hiroshima as well? I would say they don't sell anyway, but this Korokin was actually good. Yeah. And what's more intriguing from the standpoint of, okay, Kenoka having a run that he can have at any point because he's Kenoka, or having the right time and the right place to do this Oka and Hiroshima run and have him face basically everybody. They can lose to anybody. This Basically everybody. There's probably more juice into that tag run. Uh, mostly because Oka doesn't have an actual definitive tag partner other than, you know... I mean, he has Hiroshima coming in because, you know, they they are tag partners or whatever. But, like, in Gompro, he doesn't have a definitive tag partner. He just kind of switches. I've all, But also, I've always said that I thought Oka was winning the tag titles before he ever did the singles, so... Yeah, I don't know. Um, it will be interesting. I mean, it can um, go can, any it's way. In, it's been, but... It will be interesting who who will be able to say I told you so. Uh, 
me because they got a Hiroshima and Kenoka versus Lethal Weapon match to run. Hell yeah. <laughs> Need Harakaze oh. pinning Hiroshima and then throwing the one up to the sky like she's Roman Reigns. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just... Going over... Um, well, also... Who will... Uh, we're both in, in agreement that Mune will win the SRG title this year. For sure. If who who does he, he win, the, win it from? Ideally, it'd be Ishii. But the thing is... That's with what Mune, I think. And it's me talking myself into Ishii getting a run, but he should because he's the best. But ideally, it'd be Ishii. But also... He could win it from Kazumori because they're so close. So it's very possible that it just goes straight to Mune after Kazumori. Uh, well, the then, then Kazumori will be champ for a while. That's the fun part about Mune is he's connected with basically the whole roster. So any route is a good Well, the roster is so small. How can you not be? Well, if you look at like a year, he's. She's really only connected to Kenoka and the Ganjo Girls. She's not really connected to anybody else. Mune, he's literally connected to almost everybody. Even him and Riara debuted just a few months apart from each other, so they kind of have a connection. So they're first first year rookies, uh, going into their second year. So like, he's connected to everybody. Um, but what I need more than anything is uh, Tomonaga and Vinny challenging for the tag titles. It's been too long. Uh, listen, Haganishino is cool, but he can like chill He's over also there. Okay, okay, okay. I was gonna say he can just chill over there, wherever there is. Uh, mostly because uh, Vinny worked the Gonjo show uh last year, and I it made me realize how much I missed her in Gonpro proper. Uh, and her and Tomonaga were such a fun tag team with a dynamic, so I, I just want them to do something together this year. So well, well. Do you think we'll see any anybody join Gone Pro? Any freelancers compete in Gone Pro for the first time? Over freelancer for the first time? That's so hard to say. Um, a few months well, back, you were saying first... you want to see Illusion. Yeah, and he's on uh, the upcoming shows. Yes, yes, I want to talk about that. Well, um, like he he is great, but he's name more. It's very clear that like Uni is DDT's like guy, so like I think Illusion. Yeah, you know, but the here. thing is, you don't know what they have outside of wrestling, you know. Yeah. Um, it, that's yeah. it's just very hard to tell. I have one in I mind, know, but it wouldn't be his first time. So go ahead. Yeah, I know you're a Yuki Kansaki guy. Um, nah, he signed with TTT Pro, so that dream's dead. Yeah, I didn't even know. And I don't necessarily people. like him as a wrestler. It's just not. You don't know what's up. Um, but I do like Shinya up, Ishida. I want to see him more. Oh yeah, he's he's cool. And if they're really what's cool, my they... man? Where's my man Siochi Okada at? Where's my guy? Yeah, I, but he he's like more or less a regular. So we will talk about the Okada. He's great, and I have an idea for that. But we'll talk that when we talk about the matches. Um, I want to see Kohei Ginoshita. He's probably being kind him. of. 
he's probably kind of expensive because he's an Osaka guy. But whenever he's in Tokyo, get him on the cards. He's he's very good and he's really funny and charismatic. I have someone who tell me wouldn't be the first time in Gone Pro. Uh, definitely not a stranger to the Gone Pro roster. Through the graces of God, a once in a lifetime opportunity has presented itself for us to bring the big dog Suji Shikawa in, and yeah. I want him to come in and have a run, baby, <laughs> this time. Listen, look, it, it's not a look. money thing. Brother was just in all Japan. It's not a money thing. Just come on, hang with the boys. Look, Ren Ayabe has just left JTO. Shuji and he was hanging out free. with Imanari. And he was hanging out with Imanari. We gotta bring them both in. Thing is, thing is, <laughs> Ren Ayabe is so fucking boring. Well, here's... You're a hater. He, with with Ishikawa, the thing is, the thing is, with Ishikawa and because they did the league in all Japan, I enjoyed that. Um, in July, at that main event, it was a uh, Renayabe versus. Uh, um, I feel violated by that match. Whoever hold it against him, that was so boring. But that, yeah, about Ishikawa in there. I would have said Daichi, um, Daichi Momoto, you know, yeah, he's gonna be the faithful one, not gonna happen. I mean, bring Abe in sometime, he works everywhere. Why not in GoPro? That's true. I'm actually shocked that he hasn't been on several GoPro shows, yeah, um, seemed right up his alley. Um, off the top of my head, like you he's know, a boss guy. Uh, no, nah, he's a freelance. He left. Yeah, Basara, I know, like but like ago. he grew up in Basara, so. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So this is right up his alley. Come on. Um, I would like to see Ganjo work with the smaller indies because I have this Hanako Nakamura and Yuri match. I gotta make happen. Uh, I gotta use my. Future predicting abilities to make it happen. Um, Give me Toka Hero just... Cup. The refund. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, he was he was on a... one show in twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um. Honestly, they could probably you know bring in a lot of like lower end indie guys and try to make them regulars if they yeah. wanted to. Uh they it's they should like bring in those ad. little known guys. Um they're called um Koki Wasaki and Chu Sakurai. Oh yeah though yeah. Um oh yeah there's this uh new upstart. Um not many people know about him but so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about him because he's about to be the future. Um, his name's Kazusada Higuchi. Um, they should look into bringing him in. Uh, not many people know about him. He recently started working DDT. Um, he's going to be the future, so if they can get on him now, it's going to be good for our future. Um, I have one guy that I need to shout out. And mm-hmm. that's Kodai Nozaki. Oh, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the Kyushin Pro guy. Yes. I've, I know of him, I haven't seen him. Um, so, there is this triple threat match, 
Um, Kota Nozaki vs. Genkai vs. Mentai Kid. It's free on YouTube. Shout out the GOAT, Mentai Kid. It's free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's 18 minutes of perfection. Now I'm inclined to go watch it. Yes, do that. It's 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 incredible. Um, and it will land on my top ten of 2023. I forgot about that yesterday when I was thinking about it. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely seek that out. I mean, he looks cool. I just haven't seen him because oh, he's a tank. I I don't I don't follow Kyushu Pro. I know of it. I watched a few shows. Uh, it's all on YouTube, so that's it's easy. Yeah. But I don't watch it either. Let's talk about the matches that are announced. Um, on the fourth, we get the return of Lethal Weapon. We already talked about that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Shu against Kanoka for this MSOG title. We got six-man tag team action. Um, Imanari, Watase, and Keisuke Ishii against Roman Stone and uh, Shinjiro Tominaga. No reason we're that that should be bad. Like this oh, no. cat slap. We got the DDT three way. Mune against Uni against Illusion. I'm so excited for this. You cannot believe that like, this is this is great. I just need them to do the most dangerous stuff you've ever seen. Um also, we get Yuri and Riara against Yopi and Kaho Matsushita. Very excited. Yeah, um, I'm excited Kaho for is that. great. Um, she she is. just had the uh, Ice Cross Infinity title match against Ibuki Hoshi um, at Ribbonmania. That was really good. She's sick. She was on, like I said, she was on some Gondro shows. She's sick. I'm excited for her. Yeah. Be there. I wish she would have won uh, the Ice Cross Infinity, but it makes sense. Um, you know, we will see the, this match many times in the future if, you know, if she doesn't decide to retire, which is always. <laughs> That's alright. She'll come back in a year. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, Yuki Mashiro is back. Get get Yuki Mashiro back into Gunpro. Uh, Gunpro, like um, I did. Also on the sixth. Um, it's the Spirit of Gompro tag team titles. Um, ground Absolute against Kenoka and Hiroshima. We get his back. We get Shinjiro Tominaga against Tsuyoshi Okada. The GOATS! The GOATS! I'm very excited for this match. Um, these are two really good wrestlers, and I think they just fit stylistically. I love Tomonaga versus Shoot Style guys because he just outsmarts them and it's the funniest thing ever. I'll never forget him beating Maiguchi by submission in a figure four because Maiguchi knocked him out and it knocked him out backwards. So like he locked in the figure four deeper and he won, but he was knocked out. So uh love Tomonaga, man. Talking of Maiguchi, teams with uh with Imanari against Mizuki Watasenzo Matakao. I'm just always excited for Markuch against what I say, what can I say? Me too. This, like, this should be a, a, a SOG tag team title um, attack team. They should win it. And also, Certified Hood, Keisuke Ishii and Shota against Mune and Illusion. Oh! 
they come they coming out the gate swinging. I like this. I like this. Um, on we got some Gancho matches announced. Um, Saki is taking on Bunny Oikawa. Um, and a match I absolutely hate. It's Natsu and Yuri against Yopi and Yu. Yeah, I was like, bro, we could have had it all with that Yuri and Yu match. <laughs> I saw that, I was like, there's no way. I was like, we were one person away from this being a great tech. <laughs> yeah. Um, And that's about all we know as of right now. Starting off the year strong. Oh, totally. Um, sadly, none of those will be Will they be live on YouTube? Uh, I don't know. I but I always, I, I always wait and I watch them on the Wrestling Universe because I do because I like the quality uh, better. But if I'm up and it's on, I'll put it on YouTube. The I think don't think they had one YouTube live stream where the the focus was that all right. It's on somebody's tablet. It's like on Kenoka's tablet. So, but like. When when uh, TJPW used to stream from tablet, it was f- it was fine. Well, that's TJPW, brother. We ain't got all that. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's about it for GomPro. I do not see any streams for any of that on. So it's probably all VOD. The next live stream for Gon. Pro is going to be Ganjo winning shot on the 16th. So I think it's that card that you just mentioned, the depressing okay. tag match. So. Um, is there anything you want to talk about? Any thoughts oh. on, on Monte? On Hio, on Big Hug. I would say this, and any Dragon Gate fans that got a problem with me, they can find me because I'm also a Dragon Gate fan of my art to find. If Shun Skywalker beats Diamante at Yokama Budokan, I'm going to rip everything off my walls. I'm going to break everything in my room. We're not doing this. <laughs> um, but I'm happy for Monte. Happy for Monte. Uh, of course. Uh, he was always destined to win the Dream Gate. I didn't think it'd be this soon. Um, I don't like him and Shun being the Yokohama Budokan main. Less on Monte, more on Shun. Monte's there. Cool. Would have hoped for a better opponent, but we'll see how the rest of the card turns out. I'm, I'm uh, excited for the match because it's the biggest one they can do. I'm just yeah. afraid Shun wins. Buddy, and this count. should have been this should have been strong machine J. It should have been because it's Yokohama, but it's fine. Yes, or Kai. Um, I don't think they would do a Kai singles unless it's no. Nah, like, but they Yamato. still they should run back Kai versus Suzumu. Yeah, thing is so about good. Kai. Kai Kai's so got good. the uh, Kai's got the Mutoism where he does not care about the like build up. He just wants to get to the actual match. Um, but uh, I'm excited for Yokohama Budokan. Uh, it's probably the first DJ show I'll watch like in real time in a long, long time. As far as like live, if I can, 
and even if it's not live, I'm going to watch it like a day after if I can, or the day of whenever I wake up. Because uh, it's Yokohama Budokan. I'm excited for everybody to get to work Yokohama Budokan. Um, I like the Twin Gate match. That's probably the best like work rate match they can do right now oh, uh, yeah, with the absolutely. cards they've been dealt. Uh, I'm just salivating over the uh, Jason and Kaito exchanges that are possible in that match. Um, I like the Triangle Gate team of Kaishin and uh, Kato. I really like that trio. Um, I have a gigantic problem. A massive problem. A huge oh, problem. And I mentioned it to you beforehand. I am one of the people who are not harsh on Hio. Not at all. However. Yeah, that's wrong. Damn, goddamn shame he's got two break eight runs before UT gets one. This this why this company is in the damn shape that it is right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm the West's biggest UT fan. Um, Like, preach. I don't know if beat me. That's my favorite Dragon Gate wrestler. You got to remember. <laughs> yeah, he's also my favorite. What can I say? <laughs> uh, I don't know what it was about him, but Millennials UT with the T-Hawk, he did a wheelbarrow cutter, and that was my guy ever since. Um, you know, him whenever whenever he, whenever he, UTJ becomes a thing, it's over. You see, it sucks that he got hurt as it felt like his position in the company was getting better. But also, that shouldn't be held against them. People get hurt. It just happens. Uh, especially with the Dragon Gate style, people notoriously get hurt. Uh, but anybody can get hurt. Di- not Diamante. Uh, TN Revolution got hurt by just stomping on somebody. It's It just happens. Um, if UT's not winning that Brave Gate at Yokohama, what are we doing? Because I'm going to be honest. Nothing else they can possibly do really fascinates me as far as for Yokohama. I think they're probably going to do Daya, but I really don't want to see that. No offense to Daya. Uh, just not interested. Um, they will do that because they will run back. Um, or not, they will not run it back, but they will do the um, the Twin Gates against Kaido whenever you get yeah. back. Yeah, that's true. Uh I'm thinking Kobe World for that one. I think he, even if he comes back beforehand, I think Kobe World's probably the safest bet for that. I do like Kaito uh, being a Twin Gate champion. Alejandro's getting better. Alejandro's um, good. I like him a lot. I'm very indifferent, but he's get, gotten a lot better recently. Uh, from Congo to his first stretch of his face run, he was pretty bad. But he's uh, he's gotten a lot better. I, I like them as a Twin Gate team. Um... Uh, you know, I I know it's like a oh outsiders holding you know the title saying that you know, but they're actually it's, good. So yeah, it's not only are they know. good. Uh, not only if they're they good, smart, but... they're giving both of them a contract. All we I'm saying, have money for that. I'm glad you think we got money for that, but no, um, no, 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 we don't. They if. Like, like Jay explained it best when Kaito became a pro. This is probably re- relevant for New Japan fans that may listen to this. Um, when Kaito wanted to be a wrestler, he just wanted to be Mr. Hart or Miss Allen. He wanted to be the center point of Noah. If he couldn't do that, if he couldn't join Noah, he wasn't going to wrestle. Um, sometimes it's like sad because, like, oh, he could do this cool stuff here, but you know, I respect it. Um, 
hope he I hope they get a little more juice out of this run before uh Yuki's back because there's several people I want to see him face. Um only thing about this card is I don't know what else you do on it to make it big. I mean, shit, you're doing to Kagi and Mochizuki beforehand, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so like yeah. Yeah, ain't yeah, nothing coming up to that. Nothing coming up to that. Um it's on the fifteenth, I think. Yeah. Um and on the sixteenth it's the triangle gate again. Um M3K against. No, Yokohama is on the twenty seventh or something. Okay. I I was afraid that was the Yokohama match. Not that I hate M3K or anything, but I want something else. But they, um, they will they will retain because Kai is Yokohama. Yeah. If they're smart they do like J, K, Z and U T. So you have two of the Yokohama guys going at it. Um, I do think Dragon Gate is in position for a better year this year if they do it smartly. Luckily, it's like the first month, so like it's hard to fuck up. You you really get a gauge on how your year's going like around May because you're almost at the halfway point. Um, so like I think that's going to be a good gauge to see how their year's doing. But also they have Kobe World like I think like June or July, so like before yeah, and after Kobe sure. World's two different companies, so it's thing as long as they. Yeah, it's it's gonna be hard to like actually gauge what they do. It's not like New Japan where their big shows at the beginning of the year and then the rest of the year it's like all right, everything's leading back to the next year. It's, yeah. They have like two different halves of the year, so it's hard. The thing with Dragon is just like like last year. It was impossible to plan because um people were leaving or got injured. Yeah. Um yeah. like constantly. Like it it was it really was impossible. But they I still... put they put themselves into position time after time after time and then did not act on it. And that I was would, just extremely... I would never not be angry at Shimizu not getting the title. It's gonna be ten years from now and I'm gonna be angry about it forever. Yeah. And that's fine. Um Best Dream so Gate match of the year. Uh Shimizu should have been champ, but that's fine. Oh yeah. Even if he got, even if he lost, like first offense, second offense. But whatever. like, I don't, won. I don't hold like the the wrong winner, um, against a match mostly. Yeah. Um. And once again, uh, like I said, people were leaving. You know, injuries. I still think TN Revolution would have been winning the title at Yokohama had he not got hurt. Um, Is he a Yokohama, Yokohama guy? I don't know. No, but the thing is, with okay, how they were dope. building him, yeah, how they were, how they were building him, it, he was gonna go straight to the top. It was just a matter of time. Um, and it felt like Chronic him at Yokohama Budokan was probably the most ideal situation for them because they were gonna take the next few months to actually, you know, do some progression with his story, you know, build some tension with people, do all, do everything in between you need to do before you shine him up and you know, send him to the top. Um, but also. Really, really bad look when they named the big six and then Shimizu dirted all of them. He, like, not just like winning matches, he was head and shoulders above them all. And that just speaks to what a pro wrestler, uh, Big Boss Shimizu is. He was tremendous this year or this past year. I hope they don't just forget he exists for the rest of this year. It's like, all right, thank you for putting over our champion that made. Uh, Zavi want to scratch his eyeballs out of his head. Um, I hope they 
still keep him at that main event level because he's more than earned that, at least. Uh, to change the, the topic one one last time. Yeah. Do you think Ibushi is gone pro canon? What'd you say? Do you think Ibushi is gone pro canon? Gone pro canon. Ah. Uh, kinda. <laughs> Have you seen the match? I haven't of today. I haven't. I probably won't because I feel bad I for him. Yeah. One, it was 35 minutes. Two, the guy was hurt coming into it. He probably shouldn't have been wrestling. Uh, I I don't like people just kind of kicking him when he's down. He's destroyed physically. He's probably destroyed mentally. Um, people are like, oh, why is he wrestling? The mindset of an athlete is when you love something, no matter how hurt you are, no matter what happens, you're going to go do it. That's just, you're just going to hope for the best. Um, I haven't seen it. Like I said, I just hope he takes time to actually, you know, get healthy. Forget about wrestling. Like, if he comes back, cool. But, like, get healthy. I was, I was, um, so convinced we will see him. Uh, in because, I too. because you know, his buddies with Imanari and Maiguchi is his pupil. Yeah. His student, but like, of all I've heard today, let's better not do that for his yeah. own sake. Yeah, not in the immediate future. I hope yeah. he takes a great amount of this year to actually heal. Um, but once I again, mean, he's 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 a human. I am not all for the. He cannot do a Phoenix Splash, so we should just like kick him in the chest and like fire him. That's 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 not that's stupid. Don't. Yeah, my timeline hadn't had these takes, so I'm happy. Yeah, you're blessed. I unfortunately have to see a lot of them. Yes, I sometimes against my will. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Savi, thank you very much for coming on. Um. No problem. have you going on? Where can people find you? What have you done? Oh, that's they find me a lot of places, but uh, mainly on Twitter at Xaviasms with three eyes. Um, if you go into my link, I have a link tree uh, where I have all my different content. Uh, you know, just a bunch of different stuff. Uh, my Substack. I've started a Pure J series over there. Um, yeah, I took this. I took December off because it was a hectic month with work and the holidays, but I'll get back to it at the end of this month. Um, but I also wrote like a Hanaka Nakamori rest of the year article on there. So people can check that out. Um, yesterday on 60 minute draw, I dropped house of torture. It's not rule breaking. It's called being a family. Uh, one of my best articles, a lot of my articles I've written recently, I'm very proud of. So that's, positive sign heading into this year and hopefully writing more uh check that out um also start a press podcast go over there you'll find the monthly gone pro roundup as well as any other stuff i do uh, i already know i have two things i want to do with ruth uh this month uh for mochizuki's anniversary and then as well as the noah show that just happened 
But then Beth will be back sometime soon, and she has watched barely any wrestling, so I can't wait to watch just overall <laughs> and all that. <laughs> uh, she's gotten back into it in recent months, and it's been the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's been hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's really all the other places you can find me. Um, you can, if you don't follow me, follow me. I I purely operate on vibes, so if you have bad vibes, I'm probably not gonna. I'm probably not gonna interact. <laughs> but if you're like, if I like, like take a scroll of your account and you seem like decent, yeah, feel free to text me. Uh, I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> you're the only person that has ever told me. Yeah, I cannot message you on Twitter. I have my I've reached my daily limit. Oh, word. Yeah. Well, no, that was because Twitter was like limiting DMs. That's different. Is that still a thing? No. Okay, okay. So you stay. Yeah, yeah I'm follow Savi. He is generally really funny. Yeah. I am in a bunch of different discords. Do not try to contact me there because I will not answer. <laughs> I do not check this unless I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for coming on. It was a hoot. Um, I'm starving now. I'm so hungry. So Me let's too. get out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, now, what does Sondre do? I forget what Sondre does for to finish his podcast. Okay, let's just say bye. Bye. <laughs>